What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast Live Stream. Podcast Live Stream. Here we are, episode 73. If you guys haven't been listening to the podcast for a long time, you might not know who Toogie Hauser is. But if you watched like TV in the 90s, you still don't know who Toogie Hauser is because this guy runs an MTV channel, and I believe he's Canadian. I'm almost like 90. 9.999% Cape Canadian. Sure that he's Canadian. That's what I'm trying to say. So anyways, before we get started, let's go ahead and go through this, this list of things that I need to talk to you about. Those of you guys that are listening right now, I have this whiteboard. It's the only thing that I write down, like what we're going to do on the, like, I, I actually don't write down any questions. I just write down the intro and the outro because I always forget to say stuff that I was supposed to say or I thought I was supposed to say, or I wanted to say. And um, those of you guys that are listening, I was just holding it up. It's blank right now because the other night we were out here in the garage drinking beers and we wanted to play darts. And I was like, oh, we'll just use this to write the score on. And now I don't know what I'm supposed to say on the intro or the outro anymore. I bet you guys are all like, okay, this is the part where he tells us to join Patreon. Well, you're right. That's what I'm going to say. If you guys want to support the channel, dude, seriously, swing by Patreon and support the channel. You can get there by uh, patreon.biker.com or patreon.com slash biker or go to YouTube, click one of the links and show more, something like that. But it really helps. It seriously does. It's like, um, it only costs a buck. I mean, there's lots of things that I've given a buck for. Like, like tell my kids like, Hey, go do this. And they're like, no. And I'll be like, I'll give you a dollar. And then I'm happy after of like 10 seconds of gratification. But here you are listening to a two hour podcast weekly, most of the time. And, uh, throw me a dollar. That'd be great. It really helps. It, it truly, truly does. And if you really want to support the channel more than that, you can uh, pick up a sticker pack by doing a $5 pledge. And if you don't want to do anything like that, just swing by shop.beggar.com. You can get one of these cool koozies. It's a slap koozie. If like if you didn't have enough of your childhood in the 90s or you're you're not even that old to have a childhood in the 90s or the 80s, you don't know what the slap bracelets are. You can get one of these and slap it on your down tube whenever you're uh whenever you're you're shuttling and it'll keep your your pain from getting messed up or you could keep your beer cold. Here, I'll throw this on this little IPA I'm drinking right now. Just like that. Boom. Got yourself a little koozie. You can get those at shop.biker.com. And here's something I haven't showed anybody yet, but I made these. I actually like developed this credit card bottle opener. It's stainless steel or allegedly, but it's got this biker emblem on both sides. It looks like a beer can with um, a bottle opener in the middle of it. Super thin. And you can put it in your wallet. It doesn't feel like it doesn't weigh it down. And now you always have a bottle opener. So instead of using your teeth, because we're getting old, man. Some of us, at least, can't be using your teeth anymore. It costs money to go to the dentist. Anyways, does the slap koozie fit a 16-ounce can? It fits any can. It doesn't matter. It, it'll fit a, a growler if you want to. So swim, swing by and pick one of those up. Otherwise, the last thing I want to say, dude, is seriously go by my Instagram or my Facebook. I, I I really need my Instagram to get bigger, and you guys are the only ones that can help me do that. So if you don't like Instagram and you do want to see some cool pictures and know what's going on with the biker and the channel a little bit extra, swing by either either there or uh, Facebook. If you're one of the few people that that follow me on Twitter, right on. I think I have like 20 Twitter followers out of like 
thousands on the other ones. So if you want to do the Twitter, go for it. I don't know how to do the Twitter. It just auto posts there. So let's go ahead and get Jeff from Tugi back on here. Let me unmute this dude and then do this. What's up, Jeff? How's it going? Not too much. I am Canadian, by the way. You're you are 99 point or you're you're 100 right. I'm from yeah. Canada. Yeah, I was just like I was like I wanted to say 100, and then I was like, you know what? I actually never asked him like if he was born in Canada. So yep. like, maybe we'll find that out. <laughs> so where are you from? Um, I'm from uh, St. Thomas, Ontario, which is kind of two hours um, west of Toronto. So sort of right in between Toronto and Windsor, if you know Ontario at all. And Ontario, like for us Americans that don't know anything about Canada, isn't that like a little bit more Eastern Canada? Yeah, like it's like right above, um, it's right near the Great Lakes. It'd be like right across Lake Erie from, oh, okay. uh, from, so, from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Lake yeah. Erie. I'm from Pennsylvania, actually. Lake Erie okay. touch, touches the Pennsylvania border as well. Yeah, okay. So right on, dude. So you guys are like midst of winter right now, all the snow. Uh, yeah, but actually we don't have any snow yet where I'm at. Um, just, it's just kind of wet and cold and gross out, yeah, but, <laughs> but no snow. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking that. Well, there you go. I mean, you can yeah. still ride then. And yeah. I know growing up back in Pennsylvania, it was like, I, I actually started riding in like the nineties and, and we would go out in the snow and it was just miserable. Yeah. And, and at least now, like there's gear that's like prepared for that. Like back then, or like, like developed for that. Like back then we were wearing like, you know, like three pairs of athletic socks and sneakers and, you know, toe clips that weren't clipped with, they were actually clips with straps on them, you know? And yeah, it, it was just, there was nothing like the gear now is like so good. It is. But I mean, even today it was like zero degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is. Fahrenheit. Um, 30, 32. Yeah. So pretty cold, but you never know what to wear. You wear three or four layers and then you're sweating to death and then you take it off and then you're cold. And then it's just, that's, yeah. that's, that's what it's like all day. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> hear you there. Yeah. I, I, I have like California weather down real, like pretty well. Like I know like, like less than 50, wear this shirt, you know, less than 40, wear this shirt, mm -hmm. you know, less than that. Don't go outside. Like, right. But like the problem is, is like sometimes I'll drive places that are, you know, quite a bit away. So like, for instance, it'll be like, uh, I used to have this job where I'd travel to Oregon a lot and I'd be riding down here in like summer gloves and t-shirts. And then I'd go to Oregon and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to ride while I'm there. Grab my bike, throw it in, drive up there. And then I'm like, dude, it's snow everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, like I brought a t-shirt, dude, what am I doing? So, yeah. uh, severely yeah. underdressed. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I just haven't gotten any better at getting intelligent either. So. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, last time we talked, man, you were at like, I think you just crossed a thousand. Yeah. I think that was like two years ago, roughly. I was on your podcast and with, uh, Cobra Kyle and, uh, the other Robert from Fat Guy Biking, we were all around a thousand subs. Yeah, what yeah. what happened, dude? You freaking blew up since then, man. You're like uh, eight thousand. Yeah, um, I don't know. Just uh, I think people kind of relate. Like my audience relates with some guy in their forties just getting into mountain biking and learning along the way. I think there's a lot of people my age or similar um, just getting into it, and I think they can kind of relate to me a little bit better. Yeah, yeah that, totally. that's the angle I go for, anyways. I mean, and that's all it has to be, you know, is like, at least what you think you're doing, then keep doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I go with the angle of 40-year-old guys that have been doing it for 20 years and are still no good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one of these days, man, I'll pin pin that market. But until then, I guess I'll just be a little YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to uh, to push yourself to get better and not get hurt or, or yeah. to, to rationally think, should I do that or should I do that when I have to go to work tomorrow? And it's... Uh, I've kind of got lucky and I've crashed a bunch of people follow my channel. I've just luckily, luckily not gotten hurt. Yeah. Um, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I, I sometimes forget that sometimes and end up doing stuff and just getting lucky, <laughs> which is maybe so, not the best. Bet. Do you think that like, is that like, like a, a personal attribute that you have or do you feel like the camera like, like made you do that more? Um, I think it's a bit of both, but there's definitely been some times where, I'll think, oh man, YouTube, I better do something for the video. If yeah. I don't, if I don't do something in the video, the videos, there's no point of it or there's no right. reason to watch it. So I got to do something. Right. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough, you know, cause you're like, this is the thing, dude. Like you go out there and you ride that trail. I don't care if you, it's like your first week riding a mountain bike or you're like, you know, somebody like Jeff Linowski that's just like way way good right like you go down that trail and you feel like you look like the the like GoPro fucking videos right and then you get home and you look at the footage and it looks like you're walking yeah you know and and what you went down that was like Mount Everest looks like you know like a piece of paper flat yeah <laughs> you're like so I, I can understand that once you you're out there and you're, you're trying to make content that's interesting that you you can find yourself in a in a position where you start like pushing it too much you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah but that's definitely true with the footage i don't know how many times i watch back a video of something i didn't do and i watch the video and go man that looks easy why don't i just do that but yeah i, I know the, the the gopro makes it look so much easier it's ridiculous like i don't understand that like i was i was I bet you if I asked like trail features, he would like give me an explanation of why it is, but I don't understand why the camera doesn't catch depth the way that our eyes do. I yeah. don't know what that, I, like, I know that part of it is the, um, the wide angle lens. Yeah. It's like definitely that, that. Yeah. Yeah. That like, like distorts it so that you don't see it as much, but even like pictures that I take with my regular camera, like, until you like crank up the contrast and stuff like that and like really kind of like put shadows in places, then it doesn't look steep, you yeah. know? Yeah. I've tried in some of my videos, especially if I do a really steep section, even if you just turn around and look at the feature, you just came down. That seems to give a better yeah, perspective. You can kind of say, wow, that really was steep and crazy. Yeah, if you can stand at the bottom too and like film your buddy coming down, that usually yeah. helps because then they can see like, oh, he's all the way up there, and now, whew, now he's not. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. So it does. Yeah, it's tough, man. It really is. And like, I think the the goal or like the the at the end of the day, there's channels that make good content because they ride sick stuff or they're really sick riders. Yeah, and then there's other channels that you watch just because you want to like be entertained. Whether yeah. that entertainment is like just the what they're talking about or with um, their personality or entertained by a product review. You, you know what I mean? Like that when when I'm the only reason I'm going into more depth there is just because like entertainment is not just like some guy with like a great personality that's funny. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like 
entertainment could very well be them like you know telling you how to install something because you're too lazy to figure it out yourself or whatever you want to say you know? right right like me i'm like i'm like here is the instructions in my hand i'm gonna watch youtube instead because exactly. I, I don't know that's just me i'm like and then i'm gonna bitch about like why is there three minutes of video before he actually shows me what the hell he's gonna do <laughs> yep so so uh over the last couple of years you've grown quite a bit what do you attribute that to um i don't know like i think initially my channel was boosted by the bike i was riding i was riding a the trek roscoe which i think is fairly popular for people just getting into mountain biking so a lot of people would search for that bike mm -hmm. my videos would come up and then they kind of subscribe because of that but then i've kind of moved away from that bike uh, until just recently um and i don't know if that's something to do with the channel not being as successful lately i'm not sure but uh, i think uh the popularity was just because people could relate to me better than uh you know maybe some guy that's like super awesome flying down the trail 100 miles an hour yeah doing you know big drops and jumps that can like say okay well if he can if i can do it you know i can do it like they can do yeah. it as well i think is yeah, kind of yeah. what i'm trying to go towards i think there's another thing too that a lot of guys maybe don't want to like go out and set their sights on, but it's actually kind of lucrative in its own is that you don't have to be like BKXE, Alex, Seth, whomever that has like this worldwide following. Mm -hmm. you, you can actually be this guy that has a really strong local following. Right. You know, and, and that could be good enough of a YouTube channel for you to probably get most of the stuff that you want to get aside from like maybe quitting your job you know what i mean but yeah. like but like you could have like just be the guy that's in ontario and on ontario 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 yeah. on ontario. ontario yeah thank you. <laughs> fuck dude i need to drink more beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like i mean and and honestly there's thousands of mountain bikers in that area yeah like you you, you if you can get most of those people you will be a, a pretty successful channel right and then from that there will be plenty of people that want to listen to you or watch you that are from other places. But I know like the majority of my subscribers are here in Northern California. They are here in Northern California because that's the trails that I ride. Right. And, and that's okay. You, you know what I mean? Like for a long time, I wanted to be Seth, right. You yeah. know, or, or thereof, you know, like a channel like that, you know? And, and then I got to a certain point where I was like, look, what do I really want? I really want to yeah. get like some free product, make some little change on the side, you know, like have fun, make some cool content, you know, and that's really it. Like, realistically speaking, I, I do IT. I have a good job. I, I have a great salary. It, it would take a lot for me to get to a point where I'm going to quit my job. Right. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys really want that to happen, please go to Patreon. And sign <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll happen if you guys can get me there, but I'm not seeing that trajectory in my like short span at, at like the last four years or five years I've been doing YouTube. Um, I'm not there, you yeah. know, but, yeah. but I'm, I'm pretty damn locally successful. Like I can't ride any trail around here without people knowing like, Oh dude, like two or three people at least, you yeah. know, I get that too. And it, it's kind of cool. Um, a funny one, well, not a funny story, but a cool story. I was at uh, a place kind of local to on, in Ontario. It was like a downhill park and I was on the lift with some older, older guy. Um, and he's like, yo, you're that YouTube guy. Uh, 
I just want you to know I watched your video of this place and I was scared of ever doing downhill biking, but your video made it look like it was doable. And I just want to thank you because you convinced me I could go, come out here and do that. And that, you know, was awesome. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's crazy <clears throat> whenever you're not like, you definitely don't start your channel like, man, I want to go out and inspire people. Maybe B BKXE did actually, but like I didn't. I wasn't like, you know, I'm going to be an inspiration to people. I was like, dude, if I can get some free bike parts, this would be sick. You yeah. know, like, like that's kind of what started me, you know, and, and, uh, to get an email or, or have somebody stop you, like it, it's way more powerful in person. But, yeah. um, even when you get the emails like that, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm an idiot. And why are they like, how did I inspire somebody? You know? I don't know. Yeah. That, that's the way I feel at least. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it made me, uh, do videos slightly differently. Like I, I toned back swearing and stuff like that. Um, just because I know there's kids watching yeah. my videos. Like, like I'll, I'll just beep it out. I don't like, yeah, you know, I'm sure they know what I'm saying, but I don't say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. so bad at that. Yeah. But I will tell you that I did have a reality check one day. I was at this kind of local event and this guy came up with his kids and this kid asked me to sign his helmet and i was like first of all like i never really thought about what my my helmet signing autograph looks like and and second it's not easy to sign a, a helmet it's not like a piece of paper so it's not like you can be like oh quick little like bottom of the painting freaking cool signature and that doesn't work either yeah and then it was like holy shit dude this kid is like young like he was probably like 11 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I will always like, kind of like, like make jokes with the parents. Like, do you watch him watch my videos? Cause like, like, I don't know if I would do that, <laughs> but like, if you do, that's cool. You know, like I honestly, like I grew, my kids grew up around me and I cussed in front of them because I, I am who I am and I didn't want them to like, go out in the world and be like, Oh, I never heard that before, you know? And I just kind of like taught them that like, Hey, this is something that's not appropriate for kids. And when you're an adult, you can make that decision, you know? And, and that's that, but that's me raising my kids that I don't like feel like it's my place to have like push my opinions on everybody else's. Right. You know? So it's like when they're standing there asking you to sign their helmet, you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I definitely have tried to like dial it back over the last year a lot. Right. Yeah. It's not easy. No, it's not. Like I, you know, I tend to, if you're, if you crash or something, you're going to swear. Yeah. <laughs> or, or even just in general, if you're having a good time with your buddies. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that's tough for me is like the way that me and my buddies talk to each other is like, you know, make it, it, it makes like, you know, like, sailors and convicts blush you know it's right. like we're like we say some pretty nasty things to each other so it's like i like i already was like editing most of that out you know like so the stuff that i left in that people were like complaining about me cussing too much i was like dude you should have heard the raw yeah so yeah it's tough it's a tough thing i think that's like one of the many things that like makes youtube harder than it appears you know it's very hard yeah yeah, you you think you I, I I've I've had this conversation with Brian BKXE a few times about like how 
it was really fun for a lot of people to watch his channels, but but at the same time, he kind of like like um, made people have maybe some unrealistic expectations of it. You know, right. where it was like, hey, I start this channel and like a couple months later, I'm like quitting my job and now I'm flying around the world. And like at the time that he was quitting his job, he had like 5,000 subscribers. Anybody that has a channel that has 5,000 or more subscribers knows that 5,000 subscribers, you're getting like nothing exactly like like less than a hundred dollars a month yeah. if you're lucky yeah. you know so to like quit your job and be be like hey i got this thing where i'm making less than a hundred dollars a month i'm gonna quit my job is crazy ballsy yeah. you know and he definitely like he, if you if you were to go back and watch those videos like he does say like hey i'm living on my savings right now but you don't really get it, you know, because you're just kind of like watching it. You're like, oh, yeah, he's living on savings, whatever, dude. He's got 5000 He just quit his job. Like, who would quit their job to live off their savings and a job that's making them 100 bucks a month, maybe? Right. You know? Yeah. But so. I think people think that, like, I just had a conversation yesterday with somebody locally. They're like, oh, you do that YouTube thing. So, like, that's all you do? Uh, I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like not even close. Cause like you said, it's like a hundred bucks a month. Even still. I mean, I'm at like, I'm at what? 12,000 subscribers. I think I get barely over a hundred dollars a month from YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And granted, I don't do as many videos as I used to. Like if I was doing one a week or two a week, then you would be making a little, little bit more, but I'm doing like one a month, maybe two a month. Mm hmm. So, I mean, you guys can do the math, but like, it, it's like, uh, it, it's not super lucrative. If it wasn't for Patreon, like monetarily, like the channel would be bust. Like it wouldn't, the only reason that at that point that I would be making any kind of content would be strictly because of, I'm just wanting to make a video and see people, if people enjoyed it, you right. know? Yep. And, and I, I had this conversation with Paul Punter about like, you know, he's like, oh, well, you're always telling people like join your Patreon. If it wasn't for them, you'd quit. Like, so you're saying you only do it for the money. And it's like, yes and no. You know, I'm a person that's motivated by money. So like, yes, you could say I'm doing it in that manner. But I think the reason for me, it, like those people that are on Patreon are like, they're giving part of their like, hard-earned money so i feel like i owe it to them to like make something right not necessarily like if it wasn't for the money i wouldn't do it it's more like the principle of like doing it to like give the value to the people that are giving me does that make sense or am yeah. I rambling? no i think that makes sense um yeah i've still like i have a patreon and i struggle to even know what to do with it and mm -hmm. so i've kind of even stopped promoting it because i i don't have very many patreons anyways but it's just i don't know yeah. i kind of like i kind of like the way you've done it where you're just like it's like a tip jar basically yeah yeah like here you give me a dollar and you know don't really expect anything from it you're just supporting the channel yeah 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 well you know like i i think originally i had like this different perspective of it but it, and i think it was because of you know what some of the other channels were doing or whatever and so you kind of try to mimic that, especially like whatever the big guys are doing. You're like, oh, that's that's what that's that must be how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point where I was like, like realistically, like if you join somebody's like five dollar a month, like for the most part, you're usually getting like a sticker pack or a shirt or a something, 
You get that the first month. You don't normally get that like every two months or it's not like a subscription where you keep getting like merchandise. There's a few guys out there that'll do it like once a year or something like that. But for the most part, you're just like, you're just supporting the channel. Right. And I think whenever I broke it down like that to myself, then I was like, just giving people like you're setting these couple of tiers so that people can like have something where they're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like anybody could go on there and they could pledge whatever you want. You could pledge like 37 cents or $62 and 25 cents. Like it, it's like up to you what you pledge. The The tiers are really just there so that people are like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. And then that, you know, yeah. Okay. You can throw some benefits in there, but I don't know, at least for me, everybody that I've ever paid for on Patreon, like the level, like whatever their benefits are, like have absolutely nothing to do with why I've chose to like do that. I don't, or is it the same for you? Uh, pretty much. Um, I think there's a couple of people, although I think they've even changed. Like I know, uh, Alex and Brian both had, I think their second tier. So you could have their audio podcast once, once a month, which I, I like to listen to. Oh, right on. Yeah. So that was, I think one thing, but I think they both, or I think Brian's talking about just changing his to one tier only. Yeah. Just too much. It's too confusing. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just, you know, it's a lot to manage, especially I would imagine the bigger your channel gets, like the more that you're juggling. So it's easier just to like have one thing. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I don't know. I guess I got a long way to go until I have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, hey. It's still really fun though. It's and I think that's the part where there's been times when I've been really down on myself or down on the channel and I didn't like there's been a couple of times like this TV screen that I have in front of me. I used to have stickers all over it and one night I was I was out here having beers and I was like I'm fucking over it. I'm done with YouTube. Um I, and I pulled all the stickers off my TV. I'm like this is going to be just a TV the way that I originally wanted it to be just for watching football in my backyard. And uh like you know, just like sometimes you just get you like you're over it. Well, I don't remember where I was going, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, like it's tough, you know. What the hell was I gonna say? No, I don't see that's tough too. Even remember <laughs> your, your train of thought, like right from a minute ago, and next thing you know, you're done. But yeah. like, what were we saying right before that? Uh, we were so, talking about Patreon, and then I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the different tiers. I think that's yeah. It Fuck it, it's done. Anyways, so it, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult thing to do, and I think we can just go ahead and move on from that. You said that you were riding um one bike at the beginning of your channel, and yeah. then you, you started riding something else. And I remember hearing like you had a you had a uh, like a bike sponsor, huh? Well, yeah, it was more of like a brand ambassador deal. Like it wasn't. Uh huh. Like a, a full sponsorship, like didn't pay me. I just got a, a really good deal on their bikes. Uh -huh. oh, okay. Uh, so I was a brand ambassador for them for Da Vinci bikes up here in Canada. Oh, that's um, super cool. So I had a, a couple of bikes from them. Um, the one still there, the that one there. That's the Da Vinci Spartan, which I'm still riding. Uh, but I don't. I have no deal for for next year. That was just a one year. Mm -hmm. deal sort of thing and i did a, a bit of that last year I, I think i got a little gun ho like i went into 2020 with around 5,000 subs and mm -hmm. sent out a bunch of emails to a bunch of different companies and got some people on board and thought that wow that's really cool like people want to support the channel but 
it ends up being almost uh, too much of a burden at some point uh, when you're, you know, you're, you need to do content uh, and you sometimes don't feel like it, or you don't feel like you have good content, but you just do something or post something anyways, because you have to do that every week. And yeah. And so going into next year, I mean, well, this year kind of ended up being such a weird year anyways, obviously with right. Like all my plans for this year kind of got uh, squashed. <laughs> so yeah, like I was planning to do some racing and stuff and, but down in the States and I can't even get into the States right now. So <laughs> how did, so how did the bike thing come across? Just like, you just like cold called and send them an email and just, just uh, like, Hey, was, hook me up. it was actually more through my local bike shop, mm-hmm. uh, talking to them and there, they were, they were a Da Vinci dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just said, Hey, you know, we're looking for local ambassadors. Is this something you'd want to do? Um, so it's kind of through the more through the local bike shop than Da Vinci itself. Oh, right on. Yeah. That works though, dude. Yeah. It worked yeah. good, but then they ended up, the bike shop ended up dropping Da Vinci halfway through the year. So it was a little weird, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is kind of weird. But yeah. I mean, so did they want you to represent the bike company or did they want you to represent the bike shop? Uh, kind of both. Oh, I see. Yeah. So like they, they called Da Vinci and was like, Hey, this guy will promote your bike and us if you hook him up yeah. or you let us hook him up. And then, then they were like, yeah, go for it. And then they dropped Da Vinci and you're like, all right, well, free right. bike day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a super deal. And, and in hindsight, I think I got, I got, uh, kind of like, wow, somebody wants to support the channel. Okay. Like good. Where do I sign sort of thing? And it wasn't even yeah. that big of a deal. Like I probably shouldn't have, maybe jumped in as fast as yeah. I did, but it was, it looked cool. <laughs> no, it's exciting yeah. though. You know? Yeah. yeah. I know at the beginning of my, like when I started like the first, like anybody that wanted to send me something, I'd be like, yeah, send it out, do a video. And now I'm like, Nope. Yeah. And and then I started doing this thing that I heard Seth say on one of his videos. And I was like, that's the best way to go about it. Is they're like, Hey, you want this free thing? And you say, you can send it to me and I won't promise you I do a video, but if it really yeah. wows me, I will. Yeah. And then a lot of them that like gets rid of like 95% of them don't want to send you anything at that point. Yeah. And then if anybody else does, then it's like, you don't have to walk around with this, like, uh, this, this like debt grudge on yourself. I don't know what you would say. Like you obligation. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, I have these, um, they're not sitting right by me or I'd hold them up to the camera. I know you guys have probably seen like a video on Facebook or Instagram, like trying to sell this shit. It's like a little metal step that like clicks onto your seat belt, like, or the way that your door closes on your car so that you can like step up on it and like get things on the roof. Have you seen that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I always kind of, I, I like used to have an SUV, so I, I still would use a roof rack cause I'm tall. So I could like throw my stuff up, my bike's up there pretty easy. I'd just kind of step on the, the side step and then put it up there. It wouldn't be a big deal. And I always kind of wondered about those things. Cause sometimes like if you wanted to like get up to the roof to like, I don't know, tie something down or whatever, I was like, I always wonder if those things really worked. So I got an email from one of those places that was like, you know, the one of the 9 billion places on Amazon that sells like some refurb model of the guy who actually invented it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they're like, Hey, do you want this? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do a video. And I like, at the time there was something I was going to film that it would have made sense for me to kind of like throw it in there as like a little side thing. And they sent it to me. And then like, whatever that reason was went away. 
And then they like followed up with me like every freaking like 72 hours for like three months about where the video was. I still haven't done the video. Yeah. <laughs> and I still actually haven't even tried to use them because I think in my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to try it when I do the video. Yeah. And uh, so if you guys see those steps in one of my videos, now you know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get people emailing me and sending, like wanting to send me stuff that it's like, have you seen the channel? Like it's a mountain bike channel. Why do you want to send me a watch? Oh, dude, I got that email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it, I got an email from a company that said they wanted to give me a watch in like 98% of the stuff on their, their website was like women's lingerie or swimsuits. Yeah. And, I, and then there was like men's section and it was like three watches. And that's what they wanted to get me on was the watch. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the same company. Right? Yeah. See, this is, this is what it's like being a big 8,000 to 12,000 YouTuber. You get fucking bullshit watches obviously yeah. sent to you <laughs> yeah. allegedly sent to you for a sponsorship deal you're not quitting your job but you will have a knockoff watch that probably yeah. will die in three weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> so is it like what you thought it was going to be being at eight thousand subscribers uh no i mean i, I don't know if you would have asked me two years ago eight thousand subs would seem crazy but it's kind of the same as it was yeah since it was been a thousand subs, it's just kind of it keeps going about the same. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you wonder you know, like that. Where does it feel like you like, at what point does it feel different than that? Is it like a hundred thousand? I don't know. I think it's maybe once you get uh, some sort of a viral video that crosses over. Yeah. Like, I think right now the, I only, I only show up to people on YouTube that are searching for mountain bike stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to somehow break free of that. I don't know how, but I think that's yeah. the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. Like, honestly, because like I haven't had a like a viral or like a pretty like crazy video, like a video that's really taken off, you know, mm -hmm. like I think my best video has probably got like 30,000 views. Right. You know, where like even um, Cobra Kyle last Last yeah, time. he was saying like two hundred or thousand. Yeah, or yeah, so, yeah, a yeah. couple hundred thousand. You know, on some of his, I think it was like two or three videos that he had that were like that. So it's like, dude, that's that's that would be crazy to see. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think my biggest is sixty thousand. Right. Um, what was but, that? Uh, it was just a review, a, a, a bike review of the new Trek Roscoe, um, and yeah. it was just I don't even have the bike. I just basically went to the website and talked about it. So it was like pretty low effort, but it got a lot of views. See, that's one of those things, dude. You don't know. You don't mm -hmm. know. Like, like here's a dude that doesn't even have the bike that's just talking about it on the website. Yeah. And that's enough for like 60,000 people to watch. And here's yeah. like, on the other hand, you could have a video that you spent two weeks on, like laboring the shit out of. Yeah. And get like 2,000 views. Yeah, <laughs> I think even Cobra Kyle said last week that was the, his big video is a video similar, wasn't it? Like hardtails under, oh 12, yeah. under, under twelve hundred or something, and he was just yeah. going through websites and talking about specs. I mean, it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I need to do. That's yeah. it. My next video is going to be me online looking at freaking Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> or Santa Cruz, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah, I should do that. Somebody. I don't know if it was on one of my podcasts or in person. Somebody was telling me about this guy that has a channel that like only does only talks about treks. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if that was Cobra Kyle that was telling me that. 
but he's like channels like huge they said like and okay. that's all he does is like go through like the specs of each model and like what's changed and like he doesn't even have all the bikes yeah you know son of a gun you think i would have came up with something by now i've been doing this for like four <laughs> years nothing <laughs> well yeah. i appreciate all the guys that are here though it's crazy i don't even know how like I don't know where I thought I was going to be. Do you, where did you think you were going to be like when we were on this podcast last time? Um, I think I said on that uh, podcast two years ago, if I was at the end of 2019, if I had like 2,500 subs, I'd be like happy. Cause I would be like, you know, mm -hmm. just like uh, double or doubling plus a little bit of where mm -hmm. I was at. And I think I ended up at like 5,000 at the end of that, that year. Damn, dude! Kill but, that, but then, but then you start thinking, well, okay, well, by the end of 2020, I should, I want to be at 10. Yeah. And then you're only at eight, so you're, you know, eight's great, but you're kind of setting yourself up, and you're a little disappointed. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I attribute your growth to the Biker Bar podcast. I just want. Oh well, yeah, for that. sure. Yeah. So, as soon as you <laughs> round, you know, two million, I'm expect my endorsement <laughs> check by yeah. now. Yeah. So. Like in your video that you put out not too long ago, you kind of like kind of stepped back a little bit, huh? Well, yeah, like I was posting, I was really consistent. Like I posted at least one video a week for since I started the channel in 2018 mm -hmm. um, up until about uh, this fall sometime. And then I just took a, a week off and then I took another week off and then, you know, took a week here and a week there. Like I wasn't very consistent mm -hmm. and it just became too much. It was just, I felt like I, I, I didn't know what kind of videos to make. I didn't know what people wanted to watch. And I was saying no to, to go on rides that, because it's like, okay, I was already there last week. I don't want to go there again. I want to, you know, do something else. But then it's like, well, I'm doing it just to make a video. And that just kind of didn't feel right either. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so, I just uh, wanted to take a step back and actually try to make videos I want to make again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can relate with you, dude. Yeah, I think the thing for me, and maybe you can, I mean, I think you touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think the thing for me is whenever, like, like I was joking earlier, like, man, I wanted to get some free stuff. But whenever I have the obligation of doing videos for this, like X product, it, it then actually kind of makes me want to do it less. Right. You know, which is like, doesn't make any sense at all. But like, then I, I, it's that obligation that makes you not want to do it. I don't, I don't know why it's like, you know, going to school when you're in high school or something like that, like, cause I have to, I don't want to, you know? And yeah. And I think that as a like way to signify your success to you when you're starting success is like maybe signified by getting deals and getting products and having videos to do. And so you like load yourself up with them. And unless that's something that you really enjoy making videos about, um, most of us that I've talked to don't really enjoy those videos, you know, because right. it's like, well, I have to talk about this thing. And like, maybe I didn't want to, you know, right? like, I, like I, maybe, I, yeah. yeah. Or like, maybe I'm stoked about this, but I want to ride it and use it for like six months and then talk about it. Right. Not or, like, or, or something like I've gotten things where it's like, oh, well, these are aluminum handlebars. Um, uh, what else am I supposed to say? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's so, whenever, yeah, it's tough, you know? So 
I think too, as I've been doing it more though, then my like way that I talk to companies about like how I'm going to represent the product is not like, I'm going to do a 15 minute video about your product. It's more like, it'll be in a video. I'll talk about it. That could be 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that could be all it is, but that's not, I mean that it has to fit in with the content and then it also has to like fit for me to like actually want to do it, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I really like the guys that are like, Hey, just, we don't expect anything, but you know, if you want to put this on your bike or use it, yeah, that's all, that's all we ask. And yeah. That's, that's so much easier. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, like, like you don't want to be like selling your, like, like selling your soul for something either, you know? And, and it, it, it's kind of tough whenever you get something for free to like always be a hundred percent, like, this is how I feel about it. No fucks given. You know what I mean? Like you, you feel yeah. like you, you don't want to poop on it, but you also don't want to like lead your subscribers like astray of like, Hey, this thing sucks. Like, so it's like this balancing act. At least it is for me. Yeah, for sure. I totally yeah. get that. And you said something there about selling your soul. And I kind of feel a little bit about that earlier this year when I did did the deal with Da Vinci. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, I ended up getting rid of the bike that I that I love. like, And then I brought it back just recently because I do love the bike, but I just couldn't ride it. And it just kind of felt like I was yeah doing it just because I wanted a deal. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why I keep telling people I'm holding out for Santa Cruz, dude. Yeah. Like I'll keep writing them unless something else comes up that I'm like absolutely in love with. Like the only bike company that I'm looking for a deal from is Santa Cruz because I fucking love riding their bikes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, so it'll be really easy for me to talk about them and show people how stoked I am because every one of them that I ride, I'm stoked about. And the ones that I don't, I don't buy. Right. You know? <laughs> like, so, um, so if you guys see me on a sudden, like, representing some other brand it must it must be really good to get me like off of my santa cruz so right <laughs> you know i always feel funny whenever i'm like doing those like sneak sneak posts on instagram or facebook or whatever like guess what bike i got everybody's like dude it's a santa cruz it's just what model right you know? <laughs> yeah so so you yeah. got some, um some handlebars from pnw not too long ago i remember it yeah, like PNW, I've worked with uh, for a couple of years. They've been pretty cool. They like they're I, super fun to work. Yeah, with. like they're easy to work with. They don't really expect too much. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I still work with them. Um, fun MTB as well. Uh, they've been great. But those are the kind of relationships I want. They don't really expect too much. You know, yeah, or they or they put the value in what you do, and they yeah. just need you to do what you're doing. Like yeah, like with PNW, like they'll send me something or I'll ask them, you know, Hey, in particular, like, Hey, I saw you release this. I'd really like to try it. Okay. Let's shoot it to me. And they just know it's going to be in a video. It might be in a couple of videos. It yeah. might be on 50 freaking Instagram posts, or it might be on five, you know, like it, one way or the other, like I'm going to talk about the product. Yeah. So buy an RC truck and have a new kind of fun on the trail. Somebody says in the chat here, yeah. <laughs> is this Kevin? Kevin says that. What yeah. do you, what's up with like let's talk about this how do you feel about seth doing rc content i mean i think it's fine on his uh what is it, his secondary channel it's yeah. uh, it's fun um i don't know i feel like seth can do whatever he wants and people are gonna watch it yeah i always joke that i'd watch that guy install a toilet dude. exactly <laughs> yeah 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 i agree with you like and i feel like his 
Berm Peak Express channel is really his way to his crossover, like you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you make content that's okay for everybody? That's what Berm Peak Express is. Right. And my assumption is that the Berm Peak Express channel gets bigger than the Seth Bike Hacks channel. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I, I kind of like the laid back approach to it a little better. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like I actually get to know Seth yeah. better through those videos because it's just it's he's talking to the camera. It's not scripted. Yeah. Um, whereas other videos are, are big production and you don't really seem to get to know him as, as well. Yeah, totally. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And I think the reason that he did that was because when he started, he's not a person that wants to be like on the camera. So it would be easier for him to like write a script and like think about what he wanted to say and make a video that way. Yeah. I know for me, when I started, I was like, I, I want to be like no script. I want to, I just want to go freaking like wing the whole thing and like, that'll be cool for people to be like, Oh wow, this guy just out here just saying it, you know? And yeah, now, now I'm like, dude, why didn't I think about this? <laughs> yeah. No wonder I only have 12,000 subscribers. <laughs> yeah. And I, same thing. I'll go back and forth doing videos where I talk to the camera while I'm riding or I'll do a voiceover because I just wasn't feeling anything to say yeah. while I was riding. So I'll have to do a voiceover later. Yeah. I used to do, do this thing where it would be like, I'm just want to like talk to the camera while I'm riding. Right. So it'd be yeah. like, if I had something I wanted to talk about, let's just say I wanted to talk about like, Hey, join my Patreon. Right. I'm going to do this while I'm doing this downhill section. So then it's like fun to watch and like, I can get my point across at the same time. Right. Right. And now I'm like, like I'm in this spot where it's like I, when I'm filming, I'm kind of trying to like wean myself off of that, like talking to the camera all the time. Cause now I'll actually be like trying to tell some story and I'm like, for God's sakes, Rob, is there at least like 20 <laughs> seconds of video of you not talking that I can use to get this B roll in here. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to shut myself up. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. And it, it all depends to the people I ride with. I, I don't know about you, but I, I know there's a group of my friends that I ride with that are okay with it. And another group that are, they are okay with it, but they don't seem as okay with it. So yeah. I just kind of put the camera on and just ride. I don't, yeah. uh, I don't try to do anything. Yeah. hundred percent. dude. I but, uh, but other people are more open to me. Okay. Let's stop. Let's set up a camera if yeah. you don't mind. And we'll kind of session something. And yeah. Yeah. I lost a few like riding friends when I started my channel because they were like not in the mood for that at all yeah changing batteries and like oh let me go set this camera down here and then we can ride by and then i'll go walk back up the hill and get it like, yeah dude I'm, I'm trying to get some like ride in and go home yeah you all day yeah <laughs> so now all my friends are the ones that are okay with it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or riding with other youtubers is great because they totally understand it yeah yeah for sure yeah i think the thing though like where i'm at now is probably in a in a in a much better spot. I wish I could have been in this spot. And I feel like there's some other channels that I watched that like started this way and I don't know how they did it, but like where I'm just like way more laid back about, Hey, I'm doing like a video a month. It's like no stress, do what I want to do. I can still ride freaking 10 other rides during the month that I don't have a camera on and I can ride the same trail over and over again. And, yeah. um, and it, and it feels better, you know? And it's like, I'm, I, I, I it, it took me a while to get to a point where like, I didn't really care if the channel was really doing better. Like I do care. Like, I can't say that I don't care, but I definitely don't like 
have as much of a like intrinsic value on the subscriber count as I did when I first started. For sure. You know? Yeah. yeah, I totally get you. Like I've I've even like this past couple months, I've ridden probably, I don't know, 20 times and I've only recorded one ride out of that. Yeah. Just because I just want to just get back to riding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to take the fun out of it, man. I mean, the whole yeah. reason that you started the channel was because you were doing something that you love, and then you like turned it into a job, and then all of a sudden you don't love it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's tough though, you know, because this is the thing. There's like a lot of gratification in reading comments and getting likes and seeing subscribers. Like it's like this like dopamine thing that you can't yeah. really explain, but it really feels good. I, I think know? it's recognition. You want yeah. people to recognize you, you're doing something good. Because somebody yeah. asked me there a couple of weeks ago, I was riding and they're like, like, why do you do the YouTube? Like, like why? Like, why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't know what to say. I don't know why I do it. Mm-hmm. But I think the more I thought about it, I think it's recognition. You just want to feel like you're doing a good job and people like it. Yeah, like you matter. Yeah. Yeah. If we are, if we got more hugs from our dad when we were little, dude, we, would, <laughs> we wouldn't have to run these stupid channels, dude. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm gonna blame my parents. <laughs> it, it would be it would be American of me if I sued them. I should sue my parents for not doing a good job. <laughs> oh God, I live in California. I'd win for sure too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm going after everyone. <laughs> my third grade teacher for letting me bullshit my way through my multiplication. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I did not actually learn my multiplication in whatever grade that was. I like memorized them for like the test. And then yeah. like 70 seconds later did not know what any of them are. Like you like I, I would have these friends that you could still be like to this day, like, what's 12 times 12? And they'd be like, boom, there's a number. I'm like, I don't know. Let me get my phone out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I memorized all that stuff, but I mean, I know it, but I don't know if you've seen the new math or, or some of the ways oh, that, yeah. that kids do stuff now. And I was like, wow, like I don't even understand what they're doing. It looks like the matrix to me. Yeah. It's like numbers falling out of the sky and like, like those movies where all of a sudden you see like the white marker across the screen. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that my kids are like old and like past that stage in life where I don't have to have anything to do with it. Yeah. How old are your kids? Oh, my daughter is uh, 18 and my son is 20. 20. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. They're about the same. My, my daughters are 17 and 19. So they're kind yeah. of pretty much grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my son's out of the house. He's been out of the house for a while. My daughter is like doing her uh her her senior year. So they were my kids were like, I want to say it was like the class behind my daughter. My daughter's younger. It was like the class behind her that was like, they're starting the common core thing. And I remember being like, whew, wiping my brow, like sweet, <laughs> yeah. dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that stuff is crazy. I don't even know where I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine being a, like a parent that had to like do your kid's school right now? Like for like an elementary kid? No, no, I couldn't at all. Yeah. I be, ah, dude, it would be horrible. Yeah. I'd, I'd like put them in front of the, the YouTube and like go down. I can't even go to the bar. I was yeah. going to go down to the bar and be like Homer Simpson. And I'm like, wait a minute, can't even do that. 
I know. Just... What would Homer, what would Homer do? That's why I need a shirt. What would Homer do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just choke him a little bit. It'll be <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You know, it makes me wonder like what what would happen if you like tried to bring the Simpsons out in 2020? Would that go over? Do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Uh it's hard to say. Things are so like I even listened to old podcasts from 10 years ago and what they could get away with saying 10 years ago. Right. Or even five years ago. It's like now they they'd get in, they get in shit if they said it. Right. <laughs> I, I like made my kids watch all the movies that I loved when I was a kid. So like they watched like the Goonies and you know Ferris Bueller's Day Off and like like Short Circuit. I remember being super excited to show them Short Circuit and yeah. I probably should have screened it before I did that. But I remember being in like second grade watching it and that shit was funny. Yeah. And you, you watch it like with today's like mindset. And I was like, they're dropping this bomb and that bomb. And like, your yeah. mother was a snowblower. And they're talking about, he's <laughs> just a dumb bitch anyway. You know, and you're like, what? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. And I think yeah. that's like, I think that comes down to like, the way that we were parented was like, you just don't like, that's just not appropriate. And I think that's kind of like why I raised my kids, like with the cussing thing that I was talking about earlier, it's just like, yeah, you can be all, it can be around you all day long and it doesn't have to be who you are. Yeah. And for some reason today, they think if you hear like, you know, some cuss words or a nipple slips on freaking national television, that everybody should die. You right. know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Here I am. Somebody said, I'm getting a, Therapy. therapy out of DMV too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are along for the ride. You know what I was thinking about doing um, next week on the podcast was uh, doing like an auto. I always want to be interviewed. Nobody wants to interview me though. So I was <laughs> like, this is it. I'm over it. I'm tired of waiting for some other podcast to call me up and some other YouTube channel to call me up and have me be interviewed. I'm going to interview myself. And so it's like a two birds with one stone thing. Cause like I was thinking to myself that I've, I have done a boatload of like marathon live streams on the biker channel, but that was mostly just me like getting drunk and you guys watching it. <laughs> but I was, I, I really want to do a podcast and like, see if I can like actually carry it without like, like just have my own kind of conversation for that long of the time, you know? Right. Right. It's scary to me, which is weird because I just like have done, like I said, so many live streams that are like three, four hour long. Yeah. And you're, and you're good at it. I think if I did it, it'd be over in five minutes. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't, and that's the thing is I don't understand why I'm afraid of it. I think it's because like whenever I've live streamed, like I go on with the pure fact of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And whenever it gets boring to me, I'm going to stop. So yeah. like it could be 30 minutes and I could just shut up and be like, all right, I'm over it. See you later. Yeah. Even though I don't, but like, I think because I have that option, you know what I mean? But if I start a pot, like, like a biker bar and I'm like five minutes in, I'm like, all right, I'm over it. Um, I don't like I'm panicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did a, a podcast for a while, right? Yeah. I was doing one with uh, Tyler from good trails. He's in the chat there. We had a podcast, a uh, YouTube podcast uh, earlier this year, uh -huh. um, and we were just like, it was like out of the season sort of talking with, uh, we talked with some trail builders and uh, just had a couple of guests on here and there, but it was just hard to find guests, especially going live. Yeah. Um, and then just Did trying like to get, it? yeah, it was fun to do. It was just hard to get the, the, the people and the schedules and, 
uh, yeah, I think we did like four or five episodes and it was, it was fun. And yeah. We might, uh, might bring that back this winter. Who knows? Uh-huh. Yeah. Whenever you run out of other stuff to do, you're like, oh, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what happened to me. I mean, I did, you know, like 50 episodes, but like, it was kind of like the same thing. I like did it until I was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. And then I stopped. And then after, as soon as I stopped doing it, it took a couple of months. And then I was like, I miss doing that. Yeah. So here we are again. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up to being tired of doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where I screwed up last time is when I got tired. I didn't really tell people I was tired of it. I just stopped. Right. And this time I'm going to be like, that's it, guys. This is the last episode until season three. And I don't know when that's going to be. So enjoy right. it. Right. But whatever. Yeah. So, so did you, you go, ahead. go ahead? Go ahead. So did you, um, you, you were pulling the audio off of it and putting that to a podcast format as well? Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, put that out there through, I don't know, one of the distributing sites. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. I love listening to podcasts, so I always thought it'd be cool to have that out there, you know, have it on Spotify or iTunes or whatever for, for people to listen to, right. drive, in, drive in or whatever. Yeah, or like if you're a person that like goes to the gym and runs on a treadmill or like sits on a spin bike or something like that, like podcasts are really fun for that. Yeah. I love music, dude. I mean, I like really love music. I mean, I went to school for being a studio engineer, you know. Oh, that's like, cool. I, um, I, I, the reason I live in California is cause I wanted to be a rock star. Like, yeah. um, like I really love music, but you can only listen to music for like so long until it starts getting boring. Right. Like, and, and that's really hard for me. It really is really hard for me to like come to terms with that. But it was like, whenever I used to, I would commute on my bicycle to work. That was like an hour ride each way. And you're doing that like five days a week. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, I'm done with classic rock this week. I'm done with country. I'm done with hip hop. I'm done with rap. Like you, you, you're like, you can't cycle back to anything else. Cause you're just tired of hearing the same songs over and over again. Yeah. And then that's when the podcast like finally came to me. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. And, and it's, it's fun because you can just zone out, you know, you're like, oh wow. I was listening to this guy's talk for a minute and now I'm here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I love podcasts, especially like my commute's probably half an hour, 40 minutes uh, yeah. each direction, and podcasts are the best. Yeah. Wait, so, anything that you listen to, like, do you like true crime or like, um, you, like, listen to? I do true crime, some true crime. Um, I do it like, like your podcast or uh, like Brian or Seth or Seth or Alex. If they put out something, uh-huh. I'll, I'll listen to that. Uh, that's usually all at the beginning of the month, though. Um, uh-huh. There's just some kind of comedy variety shows i listen to as well like, which like are kind of cool uh there's one it, it's i don't know if anybody out there knows like the jason ellis show that used to be on sirius xm no um, I know. they have a couple different podcasts i listen to because it's not on sirius xm anymore so it's all on uh podcasts so i'll, I'll listen to that it's kind of like a howard stern kind of uh-huh. show yeah okay yeah right on so he does yeah. like interviews with people but then kind of like talks and makes fun of stuff along the way yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, I get it. Yeah, I like this one that I listen to. It's called Heavyweight. Yeah, and they're pretty short episodes. I, I and the reason I'm bringing it up because I just did a little drive down to the down to uh, Santa Cruz to ride over the weekend, so I was listening to his on there, and um, he does like like 
how do I, how, what's a good way to explain it? Like somebody had something to happen in their past. Like let's say in third grade, your third grade teacher was like the most inspirational person to you. And somewhere in the middle of the year, you moved away and you never, never knew whatever happened to them. And you always wondered, right? Yeah. And, uh, and some like, and later in your life, you ended up becoming, you know, a, 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 a novel writer because of what they taught you in the class and you want to tell them, thank you. So like this guy, then like you contact this guy with your story and then he goes out and finds your third grade English teacher and gets you back together and you guys talk about it. And it's like a feel good moment. So it's like kind of like that. That's like a, an example of like the type of what the episode is. And the episodes may be like 30 to 40 minutes long. And he's got this like dry kind of sense of humor in the way that he like tells the story and stuff like that. And it's really fun to listen to. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so much good content out there. And it's like when you listen to these different ones, you're like, you you wanna be like, I don't know, at least for me, I'm like, man, I want to do something fun like that. And then it's like, well, but I'm not good at that. I'm good at talking about bikes though. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking at starting up another podcast, uh, totally unrelated to biking with a friend of mine doing stuff on music. Cause we're oh, both right we're we're both in a band together and that's all we talk about is music and stuff and Thought we'd just do something like that. I don't really know what we'll talk about, but just yeah, stuff to do with music. And you know, I'm sure there's a million other podcasts like that, but it'll be fun to do. Yeah, that was something, something totally different than mountain biking. So, I got an idea, dude. You guys should like pick a CD every yeah. podcast and just go through like talk about the CD. Yeah, like 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 you, like you could dig up the old ones. Like, okay, this week we're going to talk about Guns and Roses, Appetite Destruction. Yeah. You know, and like, oh, this is how I felt when that video came out. And this is why I love this song. And this riff is awesome. And I remember learning this on the guitar. That would be super fun to listen to. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because like, we're kind of like that. Like, uh, we'll go camping together and stuff. And I'll, I'll start, you know, it all kind of got started because we went camping together. And I had all these obscure facts about 80s bands. I'm like, yeah. did, you, did you know that that guy used to, he wrote this song for this band, but it ended up being a hit for that band or stuff like that. And they're like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, right. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that would be super fun, dude. I think that would be super fun. And I want my endorsement check whenever you guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at coming up with ideas and not following through with any of them. So. <laughs> yeah. I can kind of be bad for that too sometimes. That's why I'm I just I started the YouTube. I'm like, I'm just going to start making videos. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll just start. Right. Yeah. At least the name of your channel is like, it doesn't, well, I guess, is it Toogie Hauser MTB or is it just Toogie Hauser? It's Toogie Hauser MTB. Oh, see, you screwed up. Never mind. <laughs> Why well, that? I was saying, like, you, your channel name, like, you could, like, if it was just Toogie Hauser, like, you could make content about anything. Oh, yeah. Because actually, like, yeah. I got 8,000 mountain bikers tricked you. We're talking about music now. <laughs> Actually, I, I had a, a discussion with the guy that designed my logo because I was like, hey, can you just make it Toogie Hauser? Because it does say MTB in the actual logo that you uh -huh. can see behind me there. Yeah, yeah. I see the MTB there. So I was like, can you just like redesign it without the MTB? And he's like, why? And I was like, the same thing. I was like, I just want to maybe do other stuff on the channel. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was kind of like coming from a brand perspective saying like, you should maybe just leave it for now. Mm -hmm. and then just see if you don't know, make some other videos you want to make and see how it goes but i wouldn't change it yet yeah because i've thought about that i've wanted to do like i've done a couple of videos on the gravel bike that haven't done that great but i also want to do some van stuff like i'm getting a van next year mm -hmm. like not not a not crazy van build stuff but just 
you know, doing some adventure stuff with it, building it out a little bit. Yeah, but I think you can still be an MTV channel and not not have to like like those things that that content crosses like it's the same thing. Right. But I'd rather I'm looking at doing like I'm big into uh, I watch a lot of adventure videos on YouTube, like people just driving around finding, you know, weird places or like uh, like 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 and stuff like that. And I've kind of been wanting to do stuff like that, like maybe try to integrate the mountain biking into it somehow, but I'm not sure how yet. Yeah, I think what you do is you kind of like do those videos here and there to to kind of test the water. Yeah. And then then probably what your buddy was saying too is like drop the MTV like slowly. Just don't yeah. tell anybody, you know. Just yeah. replace it one week with like some like some like maple leaves down there or something like that. Nobody will notice. Like they'll be like, oh yeah, there used to be something on yeah. the bottom of the logo. Yeah. Then you just slowly like make those other videos more and more. Cause I think as people like watch your channel, like the more they watch it, the less they watch it for the mountain biking and the more of just like to be entertained by you. Right. Right. At least that's the way I feel about it. I mean, that's how Seth duped us all, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he, he pulled us in with the biking and now we're like, oh yeah, drive your RC car around. We're in. Yeah. I mean, he did one with this dog chasing a freaking broom around the, the trails, dude. And we we're like, yeah, this is awesome. That like, was a fun video. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I remember it's like something's like, I don't know, that guy's, he's got it though. But you know, he said, wait a minute, is that his? I think it might just be on his Patreon right now. He, are you on his Patreon? Yeah. That video he just put out with him addicted to the RC cars, is that on the online yet? I think so. Okay. I'm not, so, sure, I'm not sure I watched it yet, but I think I saw yeah. it. If it is or it isn't, one, I'm spoiler alert. Like yeah. he says in there that, he um he got a little burned out with his Seth Bike Hacks channel. Yeah. You know, and um that's part of the reason, like kind of why he's like doing what he's doing now. And um even so I think the point of what I was getting at is like even Seth, you know, like that uh it's tough. You well, know? I could see somebody in his position, it it'd be even way more pressure. Like right. that's that's what he has to do. You know, yeah, and he like I've even heard some of his podcasts where he's like, I'm not, you know, I, I went maybe want to do a video like doing a product review or five things about this or that, but he's not going to get the views on it, and he knows that, mm-hmm. so he won't even make the video. Yeah, you know, sucks. yeah. So, but I guess when you that's what you rely on. Like for us, it's just extra, right? We can do whatever we want, and if the video doesn't do well, we kind of. Yeah, it sucks, but it's not like it's our livelihood. Yeah, it's not like paying the house payment and the guy that works for you and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. I just want to be like Mr. Beast and go out and make videos about me giving a million dollars to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be crazy, dude? Have you like ever looked at like the revenue that those guys make? No, but I can imagine it's pretty crazy. It's freaking insane. Like that's why they can do a video where they give a hundred thousand dollars away because that video is going to make more than that. Yeah. Like wow. that's stupid to think about when they're doing that, like every week or two weeks or three weeks, like that's the kind of money that's coming in from those channels. Yeah. It's insane. And then you have somebody like PewDiePie that just like gets on there and gets videos about him, like talking shit and whatever the hell else he does. Like, how's, how's that guy making that kind of money? I don't know. I don't understand kids and what they watch on YouTube or, or what they watch on TikTok or whatever they're doing. I should have started sooner. <laughs> 
dude there was like years of people telling me that i should do youtube that i just ignored them i was like whatever dude i don't yeah. do cat, i don't do cat videos right yeah what, what year did you start your channel when i actually made my youtube account was whenever i bought the biker domain and that was because i was doing a different project altogether i mean it was still about mountain biking but it was like the only reason I made the YouTube account was so that I could host the videos that I was putting on my website. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, let's see, I started this in like 20, dude, I don't even know when I started. It's 2020 now. It's probably been 20, uh, 2016, 2017. So I think I made that account in like 2011 or something like that, right. 2010. And it was easily like four or five years before that when people were telling me like, dude, you should do YouTube. Like you're entertaining, you're yeah. funny. Like, and I'd just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, man, like, you should have, if you would have started in 2015 or whatever, even then yeah. would have got you ahead if of I, the game. If I would have made the video, like if I would have finished the website program project that I was working on instead of like fizzling out, like I would have been making, I would have had a boatload of mountain bike content on my channel. Like I would have been starting like around or before like Seth started, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. And uh, not to say that my, my content would have, would have been good, but, but let's just say that by the time that mountain bike youtube started like coming to mm -hmm. then i would have been pretty damn good at making videos like i yeah. feel like right now like i'm finally like three four years into this channel like able to and no disgrace to the videos that i made when i started but i i'm proud of the, the videos that i'm making now you know right yeah and um and i'm sure maybe i won't be in like three years from now you know i'll be like that stuff was crap too but <laughs> but like right now i really feel like like i'm making like better quality content and and that so if i would have started back then i would have had that couple of years under my belt and been like you like raring to go i think that's why seth did so well right like hey yes he started out making pretty good content but by the time like people really started paying attention he was dialed you right. know like yeah. way dialed you know yeah so i don't know I mean, what do you, how do you feel about your content? You feel like you've grown a lot? Uh, for sure. Um, I feel like, yeah, I've definitely got into a more of a groove and I know how to make a video and know, you know, I watched some of my older videos and I think I, I heard you say last week talking with uh, Kyle, I'll watch an older video that's like 20 minutes long. And I'm like, man, this video could have been eight minutes long. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so much extra stuff I should have cut out of it. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm getting pretty good at that. Um, but then I, I think I also need to switch it up somehow. I don't know. There's just so many just POV video or uh, channels out there. Uh, yeah. I still do some stuff in the garage, like, you know, install videos and stuff. And they actually end up with better views in the long term. They kind of get yeah. less views up front, but they build because I think of searches, people searching yeah. for those products. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on the POV videos? Do you think they're kind of played out or? I don't think they're played out, but I think that you can't build a channel on them anymore. Yeah. Not unless you're like a shredder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be like a, like just a, some 19 year old kid that's not afraid of your bones breaking or like, you gotta be like, like Nate Hill or, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, Jeff Kendall weed, you know, or, 
somebody like that, like, but even at that point, you still have to be able to tell a pretty good story. And I think that, um, those days of like, just being able to make a, like a three to five minute video or 15 minute video, you just rolling down the trail and saying a few things here and there. It's, it's going to get you some, like some views, like some guy that's looking for that trail that wants to see it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not going to get you subscribers. Right. You know? And back whenever everybody like when BKXE was starting, like you were, everybody was subscribing because nobody else was doing that. So like, right, you're okay with watching that, right? But yeah. like after a while, you're like, okay, something needs to change, or like I'm kind of like this is boring, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's why I you know tried progressing my riding, you know, like like having features like oh, there's this big jump I need to do or this mm -hmm. big drop, and that was kind of a cool angle to go down, but then it, it gets to a point where you're like questioning like how much more can I realistically do without hurting yeah. myself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the key, like the thing that I've been thinking about lately is like breaking down the video to be more simplistic. So like in the past I would be like, Oh, I need to go ride trail X and do a video about trail X. Right. Yeah. And, and now I'm realizing like I could actually go out to a trail and just almost do a whole video on like this, like two or three features. Right. You know, like this is the one that really scared me and this is why it scared me and this is how I get over it. And this is like, yeah. or like, I really want to be able to jump from off of this rock and this is how I'm going to do. And this is, I'm going to talk to you guys about like, why I'm afraid of it or like when I did it last or how I want it to go down or like, this is what I did to set my bike up for, you know what I mean? Like, this is the kind of yeah. the way I'm, I'm like trying to make it up as I go to explain it, you know, in general, in a general sense. But I really feel like, like, like whenever I started, maybe my idea, my concept of a video was much bigger than what it really needs to be. Right. You know, like it can be actually, it doesn't have to be like this, like epic BKXE kind of ride. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It could just be your local place. And it's like, I'm going to go out here and finally conquer that yep. skinny that I never did before. Yeah. And that like, to me in the beginning, like if you would have told me like, go out here and show people how you're going to ride this skinny, like, I'd be like, well, that's like, like 10 seconds. Like, what else do I talk about? Right. You no, know, but I, I think those videos are actually better when you have a goal or, or an idea yeah. ahead of time. Because that, you, you know, like when you're editing, how quick, like you eat up time, right? Yeah. Like you, you do your little intro of like, Hey, this is what we're going to do today. And then maybe you have a little intro to your videos. I don't know if you do or not. And then like, there's now you're like 45 seconds, 30 seconds into your video. And then you're like, Hey, here we are getting out here. This is where we're at. And I kind of like talking to her about what you're going to do again. Now you're two minutes into your video. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like you can get to eight to 10 minutes, like really quick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, now remember those guys I was bitching about earlier about why it's five minutes into the video before they actually get to what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I get it now. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Oh, here's a good one here. Uh, double R. <laughs> That's awesome, by the way. <laughs> He's a pirate. <laughs> he yeah. says, I found out about Tugi Hauser when he was on the biker bar. Nice. Right on, dude. He said, yeah. check out your channel and just subscribe. See, I am responsible for your success. <laughs> well, thank you.
I want three three dollars of your hundred right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so you um peeled back a little bit because you were kind of getting burned out from what you said. So we're kind of like, where do you have your site set now? Um, I'm just gonna if I have an idea for a video, I'll make a video uh and just go from there. Uh try to do uh I think I got away a little bit from uh where the channel started doing local trail rides and ended mm -hmm. up going all over the place riding, which was fun, but uh I want to try to maybe dial it back to uh more on stuff around Ontario, which I kinda had to do this year out of just because I couldn't go anywhere else and it was kind of right. fun. Like we ended up doing a me and Tyler from the good trails channel because his channel, he was in Ontario as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so we went on like a road trip up North Ontario for like a week and a half. Oh, that's fun. And just like checked out a bunch of places and it was a cool trip. Cause we just kind of went and winged it, uh, camping wherever we could find a, a free place to camp and mm -hmm. didn't even really have a plan, but it was cool. Got to check out like Sudbury and North Bay and Sault Ste. Marie and all those places way up North Ontario. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to try to do more of that, I think, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Dude, I've been like really, 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 really trying to talk myself into buying a van. Yeah. And and the lady. I'm really trying to talk the lady into it. She's not buying it at all. No. But so like you said earlier, you were talking about doing a van thing. And I think yeah. I remember seeing something on your channel. It was kind of like not like a like a minivan kind of oh, setup, it, but like well, a, it, is, it is a minivan. <laughs> it is okay. I couldn't no. remember if I was mis like combining um, another channel's thing with yours or not, but it, I, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like minivan or like the really smallest van or something like that. No, it's just a regular minivan. Um, it was actually my dad's, and I, I borrowed it a bunch this year mm -hmm. going on going on trips. But uh, he was going to trade it in, and I was like, "Don't, don't trade it in. I'll buy it off you," mm -hmm. um, because now I can actually make some changes to it because before I kind of, I couldn't do anything to it. It wasn't mine. Um, so now I'm going to try to do a little bit of uh, work on it to make it a little more friendly for biking or bike trips. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to go too crazy because it is just a minivan. Although mm -hmm. I've, I've seen some pretty crazy uh, uh, minivan conversions. Have you watched, do you watch the, the Shreddest? I had him on the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have He's, you watched his series on his minivan? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That old oh, Astro van. Oh, dude, it's so sick. Yeah. That's that's the kind of like I think he's like three thousand dollars into his build. In yeah. my mind, in my mind, that's what I want to do. Yeah. In reality, I'm gonna spend like 50 grand. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm gonna re in reality, I'm gonna end up going down to the fucking Ford dealership and buying a truck and then being like, What are you doing, Rob? Yeah. And and um, I don't have good planning skills. Somehow it'll play out. I know it'll play out and it'll work out in the long run. But um, that's probably why the lady's not crazy about it. Cause she's like, you just wing shit, dude. Like this yeah. is not the kind of money that you can wing shit with. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's the other thing with the channel um, that I'm trying to figure out. Cause it, it's kind of like YouTubers, like anything else, it takes money to, to make money or it takes, right. and I, I'm just, it's hard to uh, have the budget for everything I wanted to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It would be fun. That like 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 it would be fun to to have like the Mr. Beast kind of budget where it's like, hey, I got this idea. I'm gonna buy a little island in the Caribbean and we're gonna go out there and do our own survivor television show for an episode of our channel. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <I don't> <laughs> 
like I'm going to go buy every car on this used car sales lot. And then anybody that comes up looking for a car, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. like, like think about the content that you could make if money was absolutely no object. I right? know. Like people even message me, Hey, you should come out to BC or fly out to BC. And I mean, yeah, I want to do it. It's just, yeah. who's going to pay for that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, dude, what if I could buy like, the brand new Santa Cruz e-bike that just came out, like the yeah. $12,000 model and be like, okay. And they're like, this is carbon CC. This carbon's so good. This bike is like rock solid. And then throw it off the Auburn <laughs> bridge, which is like 750 feet up off the ground and yeah. then see what it looks like when it hits the ground. Like, yeah. like that's the kind of crap that I would do if you guys all subscribed. <laughs> and yeah. if I'm at 120,000, I don't know what number, I'm, I better watch out what I say because I did see Colorado <laughs> Kid on here earlier and he got caught up in something that he said. So if I'm at 500,000 subscribers, I'll throw <laughs> yeah. a bike off the Auburn Bridge and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> By then I'm going to be like, oh God, I wish I wouldn't have said that. There'd be one dude still that'll be still listening to me. You remember... Yeah. You'd probably get like a million views, but if you actually did it, you'd probably get a thousand views. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people would watch that because there's like, there are, I've seen this channel come up on my feed before. There's like a channel that that's all they do is throw shit off the top of this building. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's like not a building. It's like a, it's like, so, like, what's the bet? Like, it's like an Eiffel Tower that they have in their neighborhood kind of thing like this like metal structure that's up for like okay. to go up and just like look around town or something yeah. and they go up there and they like this is what it looks like if you drop a bowling ball 300 meters this is what it looks like if you drop a, a keyboard 300 meters or like whatever it is like just always throwing shit off this thing yeah and believe me dude i've i've got sucked in you know it's next thing you know it's on your feet all the time like because yeah. you watch them you know chuck a frozen frozen bucket of goldfish off of it or something i don't know man yeah it's like but this is the thing that kills me is like there's a channel like that and you look at the you, you're like this is this is stupid why am i watching it and then you look down at the views and it's like 4.7 million views yeah <laughs> yeah there's some channels i watch and you know i'm i watch it so it must be entertaining like people are all are watching it like um i watch one uh, channel steve wallace and he just does camping uh-huh. And his videos are like 45 minutes long. And he just literally like following him along as he just, you know, sets up his tent. He makes dinner. Like he doesn't <laughs> cut anything out. And <laughs> but he's got like 500,000 subscribers and his videos get like three, four hundred thousand views. But here I am watching all 45 minutes of it because I don't know, the dude's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to understand why. Yeah. I watched this video one time about this dude that was like out in the woods and he like like there was like this old tractor that had like 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 uh like overgrowth all over it yeah, and trees growing through that. it and he like took all the trees out and like worked on the engine and made it start up and then he like drove it out of the woods yeah. and it was like what the hell did I, I don't even like tractors i don't even like working <laughs> on a car i don't even like anything other than the woods First of all, how did this end up in my feed? And second, why did I watch it? Was it actually <laughs> was it was it like a like an excavator? Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, a I think like I think it. I watched that one. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, dude. Apparently, we're the same demographic, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, 
So earlier you said you're in a you're in a band. What kind of music you guys play? I'm in a couple different bands, but kind of uh, rock, punk, kind of garage rock sort of stuff. Right. On. Yeah. What do you What do you play? Um, guitar or bass, depending on the band. Uh huh. Yeah. Right on, dude. I play yeah. guitar, but like just enough to get laid in high school. That's about how much I know how to play. That's about all I know how to play. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I knew I should have missed. See, this is me. I just do something for a while and quit. I could have been successful. Just play, <laughs> just play punk rock. You don't need to know that much. Yeah. Six, <laughs> three chords, you'll be good for a few years. Six chords yeah. and you're a professional, right? That's right. Yeah. Right on, dude. Who's your favorite bands? I'm going to grab a beer while you answer that. Um, into a lot of, of stuff from the 70s and 80s were kind of my main... Uh, thing into the into a big into like the hair metal in the 80s i don't know if you remember all those stupid stuff like motley Crue or poison oh, or all that dude. stuff those are like uh those are still in heavy rotation right <laughs> yeah i feel like everybody whatever they listened to when they were like 13 to 18 that's just kind of what they get stuck listening to for the rest of their life i don't know man i'm all over the, I, I like there's part of me that would have like answered yes to that right away and then i think about what i listened to and i can't totally agree yeah. But I think there's definitely like a good sweet spot for that stuff. Yeah. And I was trying to think of this band and I was like, right when you said the old hair band stuff and I was like, oh, there's one I want to talk about. And now I'm drawing a blank <laughs> of what the hell the name of that band is. Well, and I'm going to sit here and stress about it for a few <laughs> minutes. It's, uh, oh man, that's so bad. I can't remember. It'll come to me later. So <laughs> anyways, so, um, oh, the guy AJ says that they drop stuff onto a trampoline and they do it in slow motion. Yes, it is a trampoline that they're chucking stuff off of there. Uh, and then Downhill Dummy says that um, I should throw a Walmart bike off the bridge, yeah. which yeah. is actually a great idea. But I don't know if that will get me the views. Like you, you guys, think, you guys think that throwing a Walmart bike just to watch some dude chuck a freaking bicycle off a bridge from 700 feet will get enough views? <laughs> I don't know. Like there's, there's, I, I, there's a video I've thought about doing up here. Uh, we have a, like a, it's a store called Canadian tire, but it's kind of like a, it's all across Canada. It's kind of similar to Walmart. Mm -hmm. um, and they have their own brand of bikes they sell and stuff. And I always wanted to do one because you guys do all the Walmart videos, like where you take a Walmart bike down the trail and beat the mm -hmm. hell out of it. I wanted to do a Canadian tire bike, but they have no return policy. Uh, so like, I don't want to be stuck bought with this $400 Canadian tire bike that I'm going to trash and then it's mine. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would suck. Right. Yeah. Dude. I just remembered the band. Do you remember damn Yankees? Yeah. It was like a Ted Nugent band or something yeah. like that. Yeah. They, they were, were all right. They were all right. It was only yeah. one CD, right? That's all you needed back then. Yeah. Yeah. Back then you only needed one good song and that would sell right? a CD. Yeah, and especially if you had a good video to go with it. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite music video, dude? <sighs> um, man, favorite music video. I'll, I'll tell you mine while you think about yours. Okay. Do my hands down favorite music video. I don't. Do they still do music videos? I maybe I for you for YouTube. Yeah, I guess they do it for YouTube. My yeah. favorite video ever is the Beastie Boys sabotage video. Oh, that's and a good one. It's done like for those of you guys that don't know the video, it's like done in this like co-cheese 70s, like cheesy bad wig, bad, big mustache, like dressing. And they're like running and sliding over hoods of cars and chasing somebody the whole way through the video. And it's and the song's good, too. Right. 
you know so like it's hard not to like get into it but i don't know i just love that video yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of i'm drawing a blank but uh i dressed always, like that for halloween one year oh yeah, yeah. i always love the uh the twisted sister videos from the 80s yeah like we're not gonna take it and i think it was i want to rock where they they i don't know if you remember those videos but they were Didn't pretty they, pretty cool yeah. Did they like jump through a wall or something like that? I remember. Yeah, saying, I think so. Or they, or they throw the guy out the window or something. Yeah. 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 You know, another one that comes to mind that's pretty good was that Aerosmith video with uh, Run DMC. And they're oh, like on one. Play, yeah. 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 They're on like one side of the wall. And dude, those guys have been around forever mm. and totally changed their style. Yeah. Like their, like, like their first CD, what like Dream On is on, came out in like 1970. Yeah. That's 50 years ago. I couldn't even imagine that. Well, I know. Like, I, uh, I was, what was I uh, listening to some Led Zeppelin trying to talk to, tell my daughter, like, that's like 50 years old. Right. And she's like, Does, it's just hard to even fathom for me to say it's 50 years old. So my buddy, <laughs> uh, my buddy I was in the army with, he's in the, in the chat right now. And earlier he threw this up. It says, here we are, here we are now, entertain us. So we're and, supposed to break something? No, no, but like, <laughs> So he's he's quoting Nirvana, right? Okay. So um, the funny thing about that is, is like, okay, that is classic rock now. Oh, I know. What <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's so weird. Doesn't I know. Even make sense to me. How old are you, by the way? I'm 43. Okay, so I'm 46. So close. Yeah. Yeah. At least the last time I did the math, I was 43. There's a good chance I might be lying right now, but right. That's <laughs> at least how old I think I am. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like Guns N' Roses, all that stuff is classic rock now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was like in like, I don't remember where I was, like some freaking elevator somewhere and Nirvana was playing. I was like, dude, Kurt Cobain is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way that that dude was like, I maybe that's why I committed suicide. He's like, someday <laughs> I'm going to be playing in a freaking elevator and I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's too funny. All right, back to bikes. So, so uh, what ahead. are your what are your plans for next year with the channel? What do you what do you want to do with your channel? Just keep making content that keeps me from quitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds ridiculous, but it's really that simple at this point. Like I I I enjoy doing the channel, but like sometimes I just get frustrated with like even though I can sit here and tell you not to trip about it or whatever, I can like give advice really well, but I can't take it for shit. Right. right. Yeah. But, uh, I think that's really like, that's my goal. My goal, I would like to see, I'd really like to see this podcast do better. So if you guys haven't subscribed and you're listening right now, hit the button, please. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm burping. Um, and then if you're listening to this podcast, like write a review because that really helps or I think it does. So I'm just going to keep telling you guys to do it until I find out that it doesn't help. But um, <laughs> like, I'd really like to see the podcast do well because I feel like this is a better, really long-term thing for me. Right. Like right now I'm 43. Like, is anybody going to want to watch me make videos when I'm like 53 or 63? But like I like people would be okay to listen to me talk about bikes until I'm like seventy, right? right? You yeah. know what I mean. So, plus I, I think I'm better at talking than I am making bike videos. <laughs> yeah, but video wise, I think um, I would like to this year um, 
No, kind of like you were saying earlier, there was a bunch of travel that I wanted to do last, like in 2020 that didn't happen that I'd really yeah. like to do. Yeah. I really wanted to go, like I wanted to, to go to Moab and Colorado and Whistler. So that meant if I had planned for three, I probably was going to do one of them. So, but like maybe those would be the same like three places that i'd like maybe i'll just shoot for one and get like halfway to there right <laughs> like i want to go to whistler and i end up going to like bellingham or something yeah <laughs> it's tough to make any plans right now like who knows what's gonna happen yeah a couple weeks ago i was like telling my family back in pennsylvania i was gonna come home for christmas and then like a week later all of a sudden they're like talking about locking her state down again and i was like you know what i'm not buying a plane ticket right now this is just dumb yeah so yeah how about you like um so well again like i was hoping to do a bunch of traveling this year do some racing down in the states and mm -hmm. got into shape for that that was like a big motivator over the winter last winter was i was on mm -hmm. the trainer you know four or five times a, a week mm -hmm. uh was in great shape and then everything kind of got messed up and it kind of totally lost my motivation and uh, mm -hmm. hoping who knows for next year, I'm hoping to be able to travel a little bit. Uh, yeah. But if not, I'll just drive all over Ontario and Quebec probably. And there's tons mm -hmm. of stuff to ride. It's just to drive a really long way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty big too, right? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you look, like Ontario like in, is massive. Yeah. It's like, 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 15 pennsylvanias or something like that you know like it's like like compared to our states it's like pretty damn big yeah like and i'm just like right down on the very southern end of it so uh-huh there's you're a like lot. pretty close to the american border right yeah like probably two yeah. hours away mm -hmm. um so there's tons of stuff to explore and quebec has even better riding uh than ontario and it's eight hours eight ten hours away so not too bad yeah yeah what, what is it that draws you to racing? It was just to challenge myself, give me a goal, uh, to get in shape and just yeah. see how I see how I would do. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to, to probably, if I didn't finish last, I would be happy. Right. Uh -huh. Um, so I think it was just a goal, uh, look yeah. forward, look forward to do something, uh, motivate myself to get in shape and just, and you know, I I'm one of those people that need a goal or need like one. Yeah like talking about bands earlier, if the band doesn't have a show booked or a record or a recording slot, you have to something you have to prepare for mm -hmm. your, the bands just kind of don't do anything. Mm -hmm. They kind of have to have a goal. Yeah. I don't understand racing. It's just me personally. Like it just doesn't like, I don't know if it's like, I don't, am I, am I too competitive or not competitive enough? I don't know which one it is, but it's like, to me, if I know, like, I'm not going to go join that race because I know I'm not going to win. So it doesn't really seem like it's fun, a fun idea to me. Uh -huh. And then on the other hand, it's like, well, the only people that I really want to beat are my friends. Right. So like, I don't really care about beating a bunch of other people. Like if I came in first place, but or if I came in second place and I beat like all the other people, but first place was my buddy still. Right. Or, or my buddy didn't even race the race, but his time on what we did is still faster than mine. Then I'd still feel like I didn't really win. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, looking at looking at it to just finish it. Just yeah, to, say, yeah. to say I could do it, right? I'm a cheap ass. I don't like paying for anything either. That's probably why right. I started my channel. <laughs> right. 
So I'm like, why would I pay somebody to go ride these? They like had did a race like on some of our local stuff right, not too long ago, and I was like, why would you pay that? I mean, I like that's the same like course that I ride on Tuesday after work, right? You know, like what's the point? Right. I don't. It just doesn't. I, like, I hope somebody can explain it to me someday. I just and I probably will never get it because it's just not like it just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I was just gonna. I wanted to push myself, especially like do enduro races and like have to do the climbing to the top and yeah, and just to say, okay, I did it. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it seems totally daunting to me to do an enduro race where it's like six stages and you have to climb yeah. the mountain six times or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say I did it. Yeah. See, and I guess like I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago, I think it was a uh, daily MTB and I was saying like, we were talking about running a marathon and I point that there was a point in my life where I was training to do that. And even then I didn't actually want to sign up for one. I was just going to go run 26.2 miles, like, and then be like, sweet. I ran a marathon. Right. I, it, it's, I guess it's probably me. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm afraid to fail yeah. <laughs> in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. See, my only failure would be if I didn't finish, I would, yeah. if I finished, that'd be, that's all I would want to do. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I think I, I, I honestly, at the core of it, the reason is probably all because I'm a cheap ass and I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. Like, like to me, like my, my lady be like, let's go run this 5k. And I'm like, why? Right. Like, like there's a bunch of people in our way. We can't keep a good pace. Like we have to pay for it to get some dumb shirt. We're never going to wear. Like, I don't even understand why we want to do this. And she'd be right. like, but it goes to a good cause and it'll be fun to go out and hang out with our friends. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all crotchety. <laughs> yeah. I have much better things. I want to do with $30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Fortunately, I had a job for a while that they would like pay for all these like local like 5Ks. So like I seemed like a hero to the family. Like we do all these things. I'm like, I'm not paying for it. That's why <laughs> we wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't paying for it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I crack myself up sometimes. <laughs> so you got a hardtail behind you there? Yeah, that's the Trek Roscoe there that uh, I just rebuilt. Um took it off the frame from the Da Vinci and put it back on the truck. I don't yeah. know. I, I like hardtails once in a while. Like for my trails, just like around local, like within mm -hmm. an hour of me here are pretty much really all I need is a hardtail. Mm -hmm. Is that um, a 27.5 or a 29? It's, it can be either. It's a uh -huh. 27. It's right now it's 27.5 plus like the uh -huh. 2. 2.8s on there right now. Uh, but I do have another set of 29s for it. So I kind of just switch depending. I, have, I still haven't fully decided what I like better. I think it I, yeah, I think if I was running a lot more XC type trails, I would definitely do 29. Yeah, I tend to like try to treat my hardtail like it's a downhill bike, and yeah. uh, so the 27.5 plus is definitely way better for that. I mean, you're right. a bigger guy too. You're you're, you're yeah. pretty tall, right? Yeah, six two. Yeah, I don't. Do you know your weight in pounds or like you guys? Yeah, like no, it? yeah, two to around two twenty ish. Two twenty. How many kilos is that or whatever? What do you I, I honestly don't know. Right. That's weird. Canadians weird that way. Like our height and weight is usually uh, imperial. Uh huh. Like say six foot two and two twenty. Nobody ever ever says ninety nine kilograms or whatever. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> be something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what the conversion is at all. So. Yeah. Yeah, so you're a bigger dude, man. I think the plus tires for guys our size are like 
if if you are a big dude, like if you're in the the if you're a Clyde Clydesdale, so that's over 200 pounds, 100% need to be um, riding a plus tire. Did you guys hear that? I heard something. Oh yeah, it's Alexa back there telling somebody about my somebody's ringing my doorbell. <laughs> House is yours. Um, anyways, so uh, yeah, dude, if you're if you're a big dude, like the plus tires, in my opinion, are a hundred percent. Like, yeah, the, when the first time I rode a plus tire bike, I was like, oh my god, this is what it feels like for a guy that weighs like one sixty or one fifty. Like, and he's like talking about how good grip was, right. <laughs> you know, like you're like holy shit i didn't actually know what like what i thought good grip was it was not this this is like velcro <laughs> yeah it's amazing yeah i was been riding the 29s on the hardtail for a long time and just did the 27.5 plus today and was kind of reminded how good the grip is kind of forgot do you have cushion <laughs> in there no not not right now you should try it dude yeah yeah, I don't know about any of the other brands, so I, I wouldn't like insert any other brands um, insert in there, like and expect the same results of what I'm saying. But I can tell you right now, Cushcore is like a friggin' game changer, especially with the bigger tires like that. It really okay. stiffens up the sidewalls and like just it's like you still have all the grip, and then like the turning's even better. Huh? I'll have to try yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Like. It'll be a pain in the ass the first time you install it. Like it'll suck. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I put Cushcore in before on my other older bike I had before. Yeah. And yeah. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah. yeah. The first like like two times, maybe three times that I put it on, it was tough. And at this point, like I can put it on just as quick as I can put on a regular tire. Yeah. Like it's it, it, it it's like something clicks in like a couple of installs, and you're like, oh, I get it now. You, right. you know what I mean? But until then, it's like can I actually just burn this thing right now? <laughs> like, Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. I don't think it was the first time I did it. I actually did it okay, but then I had to do something else with it, and I I struggled, and I finally got it on and then realized the tire was on backwards <laughs> <laughs> and I had to wow. take it all apart and ended up breaking a tire lever and wrecking yeah. the rim tape, and it was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that happened to you because I've done it more than once. Yeah, yeah. The worst part is when you check the tire like yeah. six times before you put it on. You're like, yeah, no, this is 100%. This is the right way to do it. And then you put it on. And then after you're done and you're sweating all over the place, and then your buddy's like, uh, dude, that's on the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I know. And you're, you're right. Like I do. I double check like six times that it's going on the right way. Then somehow I managed to put it on backwards. Somebody <laughs> say that somebody say this in the comments because I'm, I'm going to mess up which direction it is. But like with Maxis, it's like the writing or I think is on the like drive side. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't even matter. Like, yes, like it's like you're right. So it's like if you have no writing, that should be on the same side as your brake caliper. And I, yeah. I, but I, I'm one of those people that if there's a rule like that, whatever I do remember, all I do is question if I'm remembering it wrong now. So yeah. like I remember the rule. So the rule is that there's writing on one side that you're supposed to point at. Yeah. And then to me, I'm like, but is that, am I remembering it? I mean, obviously with the tire, you can look at it, but like I'll screw it up somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're always like 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 putting a tire on is like shuttle math you're like holding yeah. your your head upside down looking at your bike that's like 
sideways going like, okay, if it spins this way when I'm rolling, okay, yeah. it goes on that way. And then you end up having to redo it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Cause yeah, like you said, it's just so weird. Cause you're like, swear it's going to be, it's the right way. And then it, it's yeah. not somehow. <laughs> there was one that I put on backwards. And I remember it was one, it was like during that time where some guys run that like certain tires backwards. Cause they're like, Oh, it has better grip. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell people I did that for better grip, and then right. it looked like the OCD in me is like, I can't freaking handle that this thing is on backwards. Yeah, there was one bike that I, that I did that, and then I was like, I don't care. I'm going on a ride. I don't have time to fix this right now. I'm leaving. And then of course, like I have Instagram pictures, and somebody's like, you know, your tires on backwards. I'm like, facepalm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you notice? Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, duh, the writing was on the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So apparently you did a, a video about the Kush course. Somebody's saying uh Tugi's uh Kush course video is great. Yeah, I did that um I don't know, it's probably it was back in 2019, I think. Mm -hmm. Um I can't remember exactly what was if the video was good or not, but apparently somebody liked it, so that's good. Yeah. I know. yeah. It was just, just like a reg regular install video. Like yeah, I just kind of went into it like my first time doing it and uh, -huh. uh I kind of knew what I was doing, but not a hundred percent and just it wasn't that bad, actually. My first time wasn't terrible. I, I, felt, like, I felt like my fingers were going to like break off. Because yeah. <laughs> other than that, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like I wanted to punch baby Jesus my first time. <laughs> yeah. I have like metal tire levers that I was using. I was like, people are like, you're going to screw your rim up. I'm like, I don't even care at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what got you into mountain biking, dude? Because I don't think like... Judging from what you had said earlier, I don't think you 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 were into this when you were younger, huh? No. Um, I mean, I obviously rode around as a kid on BMX and mountain bikes, but it was mainly just transportation, getting from mm -hmm. somewhere to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, but then I ended up buying an old Trek uh, mountain bike in 2000 and... I don't know, 2008 or nine or something like that, mm -hmm. with, with the plan to get into mountain biking, but then mm -hmm. just... Uh, I never did. <laughs> it, just, it just sat in the garage for almost 10 years. Oh, wow. And then I ended up getting divorced. And then that was just like the first thing I, I did. I was like, I'm going to finally ride that bike. Because it was mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't want to blame it on her, but it, she bought a bike at the same time. And we just never, she wanted to do it together. We wanted to ride bikes together. And then she uh -huh. never, never wanted to do it. <laughs> so right. it just kind of sat in the garage for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as we split my up. -wife, my ex-wife did the same thing. I think she just really liked buying stuff. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that was the same thing with I her. think she liked the idea of biking but not actually biking. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. Mine just liked the idea of buying stuff. She was like, Oh, we're <laughs> gonna spend a couple thousand dollars. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, so it sat there and then as soon as we broke up, I just I, I started riding that first weekend and haven't looked back since. Right on, dude. Yeah. What do you think what do you think that uh like what what was like what's the hook? What why is it that you enjoy it so much? I don't know. I think I just like being outside, uh getting the exercise. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain what I love about it, but, uh, man, I think the sense of accomplishment after a ride, yeah, right? like, like, like during the ride, there'll be times in the ride where it's like, you're, you're, you know, climbing up this hill or this short punchy climb. And you're like, this sucks. Like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> um, but then when you're, but then when you're done the ride, you feel like that, like, wow, like that was fun. Like that was a good, I accomplished yeah. something and I feel great. Yeah. You know? Like there, even today, there was like you know, a point where I'm like, why, 
why do I like this? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you're just like grinding up a hill and your legs are killing you and you're yeah. Like, wow, what I'm so out of shape. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Especially when you go for like those big, like like mile marker kind of rides where you're like, I've never ridden 30 miles or I've never ridden yeah, five thousand feet of elevation, and you're like, I'm gonna do it. And like some point at the beginning, you're like super stoked. It's like going to Vegas. You're like, Vegas, baby. Yeah. You know? And then like halfway through, you're like, Oh yeah, this is cool. Vegas, baby. And then like <laughs> yeah. three quarters of the way, you're like, can we just go home? Like, I don't know why we're still here. Like, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then you finish and you get home and you're like, dude, Vegas was so sick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that feeling after it's all done and you just feel like, oh, you know, you rode 20 miles or whatever. And it, yeah, it yeah. Was, it, you feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy too. Like, um, the better you get, like the level of enjoyment doesn't change. At least in my perspective, I don't think it does. Right. Somebody yeah. asked me, you know, they were like, Hey, you lost all this weight. Like, is it more fun? And I was like, no, I just pedal more, man. Right. Like, Although I think it is. Well, I know when I was like earlier this year, I'd lost 20 pounds and mm -hmm. I'd been on the trainer all winter and I was, you know, in fairly decent shape. And it is a little bit funner when you're in better shape, I think. Just because I I, I, the last few rides have sucked for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know if like maybe the overall satisfaction is like less painful, but I, I don't feel like when you went down the hill, you didn't feel like you don't feel more happy. Right. You're like in better shape. And when you finish the ride, like all the pain part is done. Right. So like, like you, you've already like, gotten over all that so like the sense of accomplishment is still the same Whether right you do, like the the first time i did 10 miles didn't feel any more like rewarding than the first time i did 30 miles right you, you know what i mean so that's the I, I and i think maybe i don't explain myself well enough when i make these like like simple <laughs> statements so uh but like that's i think what i'm getting at is like it's definitely yeah, you could say it's more enjoyable. It's less painful, right? Well, especially for the riding around here. Like it's yeah. pretty much XC within three hours of me. It's uh -huh. all like all XC riding. So it's tons of ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd much prefer to just grind my way to the top and then just ride down, but that's not what we have here. Yeah. Fortunately yeah. we have a lot of that here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lucky in that aspect. Lucky, I mean, it's a double-edged sword there, dude, because it's like maybe some days you don't want to climb for 45 minutes before you can have fun. That's true. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we do have some spots that aren't, like, that that intense, but then on the other hand, like, it's really hard for me to talk myself into going to places that aren't like that because the downhill is not as rewarding. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So you're like, oh, God, this is going to really suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like sometimes like that's uh people say like why do you live where you live if you like mountain biking and i guess it's just because of where i was from but like the riding around here it's good but it's totally not like big mountain riding yeah yeah this is the thing though man i mean i, I don't know how much traveling that you've done in riding but like for me i haven't done a lot but like the little bit of traveling that i've done 
has been in a lot of different like uh ecosystems or whatever you want to say like geographically or whatever i don't know environments or something i don't know you get what i'm saying yeah like like it doesn't like they're all like very wildly different mm -hmm. but they're all like super fun you know yeah. so like i can totally understand how somebody that's riding in florida where it's flat as hell is still having a hell of a good time yeah as like a guy that's like descending whistler you, right. know, you know what i mean I, I think, think I think Whistler would be a little bit funner though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean I, I've ridden like I've got been down to like Wind Rock in North Carolina and done like, you know, the bike parks along the eastern coast, like Killington and uh -huh. Mountain Creek. And they're fairly big hills, like nothing probably compared to out west, but still yeah. pretty big for out east. And yeah, downhill is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I stretched that one a little bit too far, huh? Yeah. Damn it. Florida and Whist Whistler are not the same, Rob. <laughs> I was going, I was selling that thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you there, dude. But I think um I think at the core of it, it's the uh the things that you were talking about earlier, the sense of accomplishment. Did I do that? You know. Yeah. Whether it's you know did you do 5,000 feet of climbing or did you like do your little loop in less than 30 minutes for the first time? Right. You, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is. And, and I think I'm a bit of a stats guy. Like I like to see, you know, how many kilometers I rode this week, how many kilometers I ride this year, how many, yeah. how many feet or how many meters of elevation did I ride? Yeah. Like that, that kind of gets me motivated. Yeah. But once I start seeing, Oh, you know, I'm at, 2000 kilometers for the year let's push for 3000 or yeah yeah like, I, I like just seeing the number so you're, you're do you do strava yeah yeah so you got you got your wrap up just recently they showed you what you did in 2020 Were yeah you happy? uh pretty happy i started out the year way better like yeah up until about july i was really killing it and then it's kind of gone downhill since then but uh, yeah. it's still, it was still my best year ever yeah, I didn't yeah. even know I was going for a big year. Like, because yeah. the first part of the year, I was like, you know, just doing whatever I normally do, like ride on the weekends or maybe during the middle of the week once. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then COVID happened. And then I was like trying to see how long I could get away with drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then uh, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't last very long before I was like, holy shit, I weigh 300 pounds. And then, and then I was like, okay, I should lose some weight. And then at that point I like got serious. So like, I really like turned up the riding since July to the end of the year. And I yeah. ended up being like, so last year I did like 90,000 feet of elevation. And this year I did like 190,000 feet of elevation. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I don't know what my mileage was last year, but this year I was like just shy of 3000 miles. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. I mean, like I didn't like, I knew I was obviously I knew I was riding a lot. Right. Cause once I decided to start doing this diet, it was like, dude, okay. For like a couple, like, I think the first like two, at least the first two months, I think I rode every day except for like one day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously like, duh, I'm going to have more miles, but it didn't really like, wasn't something I was thinking about until that Strava thing popped up and I saw like what I rode compared to last year. And I was like, Holy cow. Yeah. But like you said, I'm a stats guy too. So now like, what's the first thing I think when I see that is like, Oh, well, how am I going to get 400 next year? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I, yeah, I hear you. Like I, I pretty much tripled my best year Yeah. this year, but still like I was on pace to probably like get that five times or six times 
yeah. or that at some point, but then just really fell off the rails in July. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the best thing that you can do is like, let it be what it is and, and then get back on the saddle again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's really easy to like beat yourself up over stuff, but the only way to actually like not beat yourself up over it is just to go do it. Yep. And that's the thing is like people ask me like, well, how do you like lose the weight? And it's like really has nothing to do with anything other than just deciding that you're actually going to do it. Yep. Like, like, uh, like that's it. That's re it's really that simple. And I've done this before. I mean, you and I were talking before the podcast, like, yeah. you, know how, you know how to lose weight. You said you've gained a lot of weight in the past and lost it. And it's like, yeah. it's like, uh, you know how to do it. And really like, people don't want to hear it when you're a fat guy telling them it's just that simple to go out and do it. But like, once you've lost a bunch of weight, then now then they'll listen to you again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, really that's it. Just like get up and go do something. Stop, yeah. eating, stop eating all the crap and go, go like do something. That's the hardest part. It's yeah. not eating, not eating all the crap. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's good. Tastes good, dude. I know. Why is everything that tastes good? So bad for you. Right. Yeah. Plus, then I just double whammy it with like in beer. Like if yeah. I was a pothead, it would be so much easier just to smoke, <laughs> smoke some dope, dude. Sit around on the couch, be fucking happy. But instead, I got to drink like twelve beers, ninety five thousand calories later. Guess what? Now I'm gonna eat all the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's a good one from Double R again, and the pirates hitting hitting hard today. He says, uh, "Are your rides more enjoyable with or without a camera?" I think overall probably without, <laughs> um, yeah. but I mean, sometimes it can be enjoyable with, but uh, it's just nice sometimes not having to worry about batteries or having yeah. to carry extra batteries or tripods or whatever around with you. You can just go out and ride. Yeah. 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 It's a tough question for me because I think I like, like uh, I read into it a little bit, you know, like on one hand, Riding without a camera is great for the reasons that you just said. Yeah. Like 100%. Like, no camera, no, like, you're like going down this, like, six section and you're not thinking, is my angle correct or is it going to be like pointing at the ground too much? Right. You know, like, so that part of it is definitely better without. But I will say, there's been like countless times that me and my buddies are like, like, my garage is kind of like where we hang out and drink beer, you know? Yeah. Obviously, that's why all those beer bottles are behind me. But like, uh, like, there's countless times that we've like had a few beers and we've like then watched the videos of like we were here or we were there and like, yeah. talked about talked about it and like. So for that part, it's like, man, it's really valuable. So yeah, yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. I think, uh, I think like what you're. It's nice after the fact to have yeah. that video and you're yeah. glad you, you gl you're glad you did it but sometimes during the moment it's just nicer to just ride and not have to worry about it right yeah, yeah. i definitely agree with you there especially for all the guys that don't want to wait for you to change your batteries they they think it's more enjoyable that's what they, they need to come out with a gopro that lasts like eight hours like forever <laughs> yeah they just need like a gopro helmet that they can like embed a bunch of batteries into yeah so then like you just plug in your helmet and recharge it. And then that little cable goes to your GoPro or whatever. And then you got like freaking 12 hours of battery life and be good to go. 
I this guy know. says this guy double R or whatever says he rides better when he eats bad. <laughs> That's definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I could say to that. Uh, that'd be like me saying I, I definitely ride better when I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I'm definitely definitely need to keep my eating. I definitely ride better when I'm eating well because otherwise it's like you cramp in the wrong spot or like. If you yeah. ate too much crap, like your stomach's all upset when you're climbing or something like that. So yeah, but that's me. So, so dude, we're like two hours in, man. Yeah, that was quick. It was was pretty easy. It was good chat with you, man. Good, awesome. So I always ask people like what YouTube channels that they like to watch, whether it's like mountain biking or not mountain biking. What, what um, do you, what's on your rotation? I mean, I obviously watch the big, you know, big guys on mountain biking, but mm -hmm. uh, I've try I, I i'm into like um there's this one guy destination adventure where he just drives around in his rv finding cool spots and mm -hmm. walking around and talking about you know old ghost towns or stuff like that um that's so that's kind of cool or that steve wallace guy watching him just camp he, he kind of just uh he finds places where you shouldn't or you're not allowed to camp and just does it anyways uh -huh. so it's kind of like stealth camping uh, then he puts it on the internet for everybody yeah. to watch. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. he'll just he'll find like a forest in between like an interstate that's just wherever I don't know who owns the land, but he'll just go camp there overnight or right. go, go set up camp behind a like a, a population sign on the side of the highway. Yeah, stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So you're like kind of watching it, waiting for him to get busted like every time. Yeah, but he hasn't got busted yet. It's got right, close. right. <laughs> yeah. right. I also watch. Uh, I also watch a bunch of like guitar and music uh youtube channels yeah yeah like music so like, is the win i think or music is win or something i like his what they, channel what are they doing there he just you know tests out different guitars and pedals and uh -huh. talk, talks about guitar nerd stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guitar nerd stuff yeah That's awesome dude what yeah. was the what was the guitar that you wanted the most when you were a kid uh probably a gibson les paul yeah yeah, I finally got one when I turned 40, so that was cool. Right on, dude. Yeah, yeah. My dad had this one for a long time, like from like the 60s, and he like let somebody borrow it and it got like, I don't I don't remember, the, I'm going to screw the story up, but like one way or another, it got like broken. And it was like, dude, that sucks. I always wanted like an Ibanez. Like I, I like, I like had some... You know, I had like a Stratocaster and stuff like that, but I remember yeah. I, I felt like the Ibanezes, they just looked like so, they looked like rock and roll, like right. super cool head on them and like always like just like awesome fretboards with all this inlay in it and stuff. I was yeah. Like, that thing looks sick. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, dude. Well, dude, it was super fun, man. Anything, yeah, that's cool. And anything you want to say to the peeps before we get going? No, ah, no, just thanks for uh, stopping by and chatting and uh, keeping us company. And uh, yeah, check out the channel, check out Robert's channel, check out the other biker channel, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, right on, dude. Yeah, right on. So yeah, definitely uh, swing by the Tugi Hazard channel. I got the uh, link and show more if you're uh, watching on a podcast. That that same information that is there as well. I don't know how it like feeds over to the other podcast apps but i know if you're on apple or whatever you can still click those links so you can go swing by his channel check that out and uh definitely hit the subscribe button there or if you want to see more of the stuff here hit the subscribe button here too that would be super sick so i really appreciate everybody hanging out with us man it's definitely been a a good time and definitely 
hold me to it guys next week of doing the uh the autobiography uh interview myself one that's what i'm shooting for next week (laughs) see if i can actually make it through the two hours i'm gonna i'm gonna get deep too i'm gonna talk about my childhood why i suck my thumb at night like all those good the good stuff so think of some (laughs) think think of some good questions to throw up because i'm probably going to need some help somewhere along the line and start panicking so so thanks again jeff all you guys out there i want you to remember it only takes a bike to be a biker so get out and be one